What if we have the ability to make change work for us? Does it have to be scary? Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back. And today we are going to dig into something that I have heard both you, Dina, and Maggie talk about numerous occasions on the fact that cancer equals change. And I think change is a big, can be a big, scary word to a lot of people and has sort of a negative flair to it at times. But I have heard both of you speak on maybe the brighter side of change. And so I just love to give our listeners a bit of um, examples and what you mean by that and how that um, plays out in your daily lives. Uh, it's a, it's a great situation. It's a great challenge to talk about today um, because we continue to change in our healing, in our wellness, and in our happiness as well. And it's ongoing. It's an ongoing evolution. And I truly believe like I know that both of you do, because we've always talked about this, is that we have the ability to make the change work for us. Love and that. it's just something that, you know, you can go back and forth with good, bad, you know, indecisiveness, you know, feeling alone, feeling not worthy when change arises. And I'm just curious, Maggie, on your thought process with this. Well, and I, I love that you said ongoing healing, because if, mm -hmm. if anyone like literally could scan all of our podcast episodes, we have probably said ongoing and healing a trillion times. <laughs> yes, we have. But what I love about it is it is it so captures that concept of we're always healing and we're always working on the getting healthier, getting happier, living a more fulfilled life as part of our healing, right? And the ongoingness mm -hmm. of it, it, it isn't meant to imply we're, we're never done checking boxes, but it's meant to imply that there's always room for growth and learning and evolution in it. Because right. we have our good days, we have our bad days. And like you mm -hmm. said, there's all these unknowns and things that happen. And especially with cancer, there are so many changes thrown at you and so many unknowns thrown at you. Um, so, and, and we've talked in past episodes about what this has done to transform our lives, right? So both mm -hmm. for both of us, this ended up being a transformational change right, for the good. 
Um, I do believe, and I always say this was a gift because this change meant, frankly, I had to get my shit together or mm-hmm. I wasn't going to even be able to navigate it. Right. So right. I, I think it's, you know, and it's, the ongoing thing also spells out that it's not an all or nothing thing. It's not about no. you got to get it right or you got to do it all. It's about what does it look like today? Right. And it changes. It changes from day to day. Mm-hmm. It actually, not even day to day. How about hour by hour or minute by minute? Minute by minute, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we 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 challenge our mindset about change. And we can get thrown off very quickly when it comes to that. And I'm just going to give just a very simple example of this. And it happened actually this morning. I'm having some work done on the house, having some windows and doors changed. And I was going to a meeting this morning. It was a breakfast meeting. And I knew I had a specific time to get out of the house. 8.15 in the morning. I had to be out of the house to get there on time. From eight because it started at eight thirty, and the construction guys came and they needed to talk to me. And all I kept doing was looking at my watch, looking at my phone for the time, and I was just like, "I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here." Feeling stressed out, feeling stressed. This is a change. This threw a monkey wrench into my timing here. So this is a change, and it's as simple as that that throws our whole mindset off. But then I just had to take a step back and said to myself, take a breath. Is anybody going to notice you're 10 minutes late when the first half hour is just mingling with people and having breakfast? Like, who's going to know that you walked in the door 10 minutes late? But you play that mindset game of, oh, my God, this is a change. Now what do I do? Mm. Right? Right. And and. Let me ask you this, Dina, because I know you and I feel like I even know what this answer will be. (laughs) Why did you feel you had to be there on time? What were you worried about getting late? Oh, somebody was going to notice and judge me for being late. (laughs) And there's a responsibility in that, like that you have to be on time. Time. Yes. You know, it's it's actually one of my. I don't know. I don't know if you want to call it gifts, challenges, curses. <laughs> Blessing like and curse. <laughs> I like to be on time, you know. And, you know, my one of my daughters is like, who cares what time we get there? The other daughter's more like me. And my husband's like the other daughter. She's like, nah, whatever we get there, we get there. <laughs> but change. Change is hard for some people to deal with. Well, a majority of people have a hard time changing. They what? look at it in a positive way. Some people look at it in a positive way and some people, a lot of people look at it in a negative way. And that's what we don't want because what happens when we stay negative? Yeah. Well, and I love how you just gave such a great example of something that happens frequently for all of us in a day. And it's just a small little thing, right? Where Mm -hmm. a lot of people will think of the word change and they think like cancer as a big change, right? Like it's this giant 
monster coming that's going to come up and creep up out of the unknown. And really, change can be anything. And we actually know what to do in change. We have to think about our mindset and we have to think about what we're going to do differently. But you adapted very quickly and were like, it's okay. I'm going to be late and it's fine. Right. And so you, you know what to do inherently and you knew how to shift your mindset in that moment. But, um, that, that's just the positive way of of flipping it a little bit and thinking about, thinking about it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have to admit, just like Maggie said, my cancer taught me that it happened for a reason. It truly made me realize that I needed to slow down and not sweat the small stuff. And that I truly learned from both my daughters. I'm going to be very honest. That's lovely. They, at you know, they're in their late, you know, one's 28, one's 30. And it was just like for the last seven years, because that's my journey through this through this and they were like stop sweating the small stuff ma that don't worry about that that's that's, it's no control who's got control over that kind of stuff yeah right and i know you to be very responsible which is Mm -hmm. why marla you said the word i was looking for because i i know you want to get there on time because you are a very responsible person and what that made me think of dina is like um the the example of change that I thought of right away was during my journey through treatment, especially chemo treatment, when I would get super like low energy fatigue and not feel well, you have your predictable days where you know mm-hmm. that it's coming. If in that, then I could sort of deal with because I knew it was coming. But right. again, change is unknown, right? When I would have a fatigue low energy, sick day outside of those predictable days, it would throw me off. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be as okay resting or giving myself naps or couch time or bedtime or whatever. And that was all because of responsibility. I have all these roles. I got to be productive. I got to contribute value. Well, right. Mm -hmm. Why? If I dig deeper into that, which you as a coach would challenge me to do, (laughs) it's about feeling like I am not loved if I am not adding value. Oh, absolutely. And I did the same thing when I was going through my treatments with work, especially on Fridays. You know, I would go to work pretty much Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, because Wednesdays was my treatments days. And I would just say, oh, I need to be responsible of my job, my career. And if I don't show up and I'm not responsible, okay, it was just like this mindset of, oh, not living up to expectations. They need me. They're going to judge me. You know, all of those feelings. And I have to admit, they're from childhood, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I need to take care of myself. This is the change that's going that's going on. I went from working a full day on Friday to a half a day on Friday to taking off on Friday. And I had to literally do a little bit of tools and strategies, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, to get me through that. 
it's okay for me to tell my clients to do that without a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That I love that you just said that because so often we are the first person to give others. And Marla, you give me this advice. I give you this advice. Like we give each other permission to do these things, but we won't give ourselves permission. And so I love how you said that. I think about some of my biggest challenges right now with my ongoing healing are trying to integrate my changes into more routines for my day-to-day because, and this is, I don't know if I've said this before, but it almost (laughs) makes me cry every time I say it. Now that I am over a year beyond my cancer-free, I feel like I do not, I no longer have justifiable permission to make healing a priority, which is so sad. Mm -hmm. Not that it's sad. I would say it's still an ongoing process. Opportunity. Thank you. Opportunity. Yeah, I was I was kind of looking for the word, you know, because we are so different now. Yes. Whether you're whether you're he- you've healed and, and got through cancer or another life altering situation, the healing still continues. Mm-hmm. And we truly need to give ourselves the permission and the grace, because we both say it, mm-hmm. to be okay with the ongoing changes. Mm-hmm. Why do we flip it back to the way it was? Yeah, that's a great point. And if there isn't ongoing changes, there wouldn't be healing because our bodies need to change. Our mindsets need to change to foster healing. Yes, it has to be there. Mm-hmm. So we need to embrace it. All right. And we need to stay flexible. Mm-hmm. In the day to day, absolutely. And I'm I'm, I'm going to give an example of something that I decided to start today, um, and it's something called the seventy five soft challenge. And it's it's just certain things that I want to do every single day for the next seventy five days, and it is it's eating healthy, it's movement. It's reading or listening to a nonfiction book, okay? It's, you know, you know, drinking water, you know, and I set how much I want to drink. And being, and what I talk about being flexible about it is depending on the day and what my schedule is like, I decided that I would look at it the night before my schedule for the next day and see if I need to tweak timing, because what always happens when we want to try something different, what do we say? Maggie, you say it all the time. Do you remember? No, help me. All or nothing. Oh, all or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Go big or go home, all or nothing. Yeah. So so elaborate on that a little bit for me or for us. It's like... It's being gracious with ourselves 
when we're trying to create the changes, like you're doing the soft challenge, you're trying to do this and, and create some different changes in your day mm-hmm. to in service of your healing, right? Yes. Well, if we start to go down that path and we misstep or we don't check a certain box, it's okay. Like it, it doesn't have to be the all or nothing. And the reason I say it all the time is because I fall into that trap all too often. And that's why, like with Love Me Healing, one of the things that we are just adamant about when we talk about even healing habits, which is what you're talking about here with Mm -hmm. your soft challenge, is that it isn't about checking a bunch of boxes. It's about reflecting on what are the decisions I'm making within my day which right. things am I celebrating? Which things are serving me? And then, you know, moving forward that way instead of the flexibility, just like you were saying, right? Right, right. And, well, and that's embracing the change, right? Because you're looking at it as it could just even be as simple as I need to swap, like what you were saying, Dean, I need to swap this out today because sometimes things just are almost, our routines can be boring or start to not motivate us or feel exciting like workout routines or um even sometimes our reading you know we try and push ourselves into into check boxes that aren't stimulating in the moment and so that's where change again is good because you can embrace it and say that's okay i can swap it out with something else i'm being flexible and i'm trying some new things and that also is valuable in my life right right and it's 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 truly based on the individual's commitment level mm-hmm. and that it feels doable and take those baby steps for that person. And that's what I do with the, my clients as well. You know, what is this unique issue that they want to conquer or let go of? It depends on, uh, it depends on, on the person and I always ask them, what is the one thing that you're willing to commit to, let's say for the week? Okay. Whether it's, you know, I'm going to work out three days a week, or I'm going to look in the mirror and say, I love you five times this week, you know, affirmations to strengthen that confidence or that body image, or what, what, like I said, whatever anybody is facing. And it's amazing to watch the transformation of my clients when they start to do this. And it becomes more of a, I don't want to say habit. They just do it. It's like brushing your teeth. It's like combing your hair. It's like getting dressed, you know, because we at times do not look at ourselves in that type of light, you know, like when the sun is shining on you, you know, Mm -hmm. know, sometimes it's very radiant looking and whatnot. We don't do that for ourselves when we look in the mirror. Right. Well, and I love that with your clients, you are in essence pulling out of them changes for them to consider versus giving them a prescription. Oh, you got to try this or you should try that or whatever. Oh no. It's very personal. Yes. And, and it's you unique. helping them identify what would work for them. Absolutely. To try. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, and it, it's truly asking them what they want. What is their bigger, biggest dream, desire, wish? You know, what do you, what do you want? 
you know, and they're the only ones that can answer it. They, they have, everyone has the answers within themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coaches and mentors and, you know, people like us who are helping others to find it because it's, it's there. It's yes, in there. It is. In We're there. just pulling it out of them. <laughs> well, and I know if you, Dina, you encourage your clients to celebrate wins. Um, and, and I think what you're saying here is so important that, not only do we have to celebrate big changes that we're working towards, maybe a goal kind of change, but also just the willingness to pivot and experiment and practice and try something different for variety or other factors is also a celebrating win to strengthen that muscle of, hey, I am willing to just try something different today and see what I think of it. And so that's... um, just another way to celebrate a change, if you will. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Another way to embrace it, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What this made me think about is one of the biggest changes I have made mindset-wise for myself through my journey, my healing, is that when change comes, the change, an unknown change is thrown at you, we can it can turn into that what if spiral Mm -hmm. and the what if path that we most often go down is, Oh my gosh, well, what if this, and what if that, and then they start to build on each other and pile on each other and it becomes overwhelming. And we're making all the stories up in our head. Mm -hmm. Instead something, this is a practice that we have with love me healing, but it's a practice that I do weekly to really, again, make the what ifs work for you and make the change work for you, which I think one of you said at the beginning of this conversation, because we can't control the outcome of the change, but we can control our thoughts about it. And it serves us to, to really go inside and process what do we want to happen? Right. Versus standing in the fear of what are we going to hope not that what are we going to hope doesn't happen? Mm -hmm. So that's a big reflection piece that each week I even think about what are the things I'm most nervous about or my biggest unknown or changes that have happened I'm trying to navigate. And I will spend some time imagining what I want it to look like. And I feel like that practice has helped me a ton. Well, and I love that, Maggie, and I, I too, am taking that in my mindset around it, and I'm experimenting with different words. So I think sometimes change feels so commitment level, like I'm going to change my routine of working out or my eating habits or whatever, and it feels so big and committed. And yet, so I'm using words like experiment and practice because then I can change it again if that's not working for me or I need to shift something and it doesn't feel like I failed. I just was trying something new and I'm willing to change again and experiment with something else. So it's just another way of of how our mindset and our thoughts and our words matter. I love that. I love it. Nice. There's, yeah. there's so much, well, this is another one like fear that we could have 20 episodes on. Um, but I really love 
how the example, just reflecting on this conversation alone, how the examples stem from very healing through breast cancer based to everyday things we run into. Yes, because we know healing is truly inside and out. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com where you can also find additional information and resources.